Alright, I think we might have stabilized everything. But how the fuck am I gonna follow this? Uh, 25 centimeter jam alive. Picking the lock, mama, look at me now. Broken with the chip and a smile. Landscape truck, I'll be whipping the style. Cutting the grass, I've been ripping the weeds. Triple entendre, I get like a fiend. Lows on the track, better come with the heat. It's soaking the knowledge I learned from elite lyricists to keep feeding the streets. Gold is a mentality, we keep shining. Popping the tape, if you're feeling this iron, Armstrong 9. Hey everybody, welcome to the Chase Talks Hip Hop Podcast. And today I really want to kind of go over one of my older, older episodes. And I believe it was something titled um, New York City, something about it being the origin of hip hop. I'm fucking this up. I, w- I would have to really go back in the archives to remember it. But um, I think I do want to talk about the East Coast, New York. And this podcast is probably going to be more so centered around the the beginning of hip hop, maybe let's say the genesis. And I know when I when I thought about this and everything, my whole entire mentality was just kind of caught up in like, okay, like how has music gotten here from from what it what it started as? Like, how did um, jazz become jazz? How did rock become rock etc so well, i'll do these thought experiments and naturally you know me being a hip-hop artist I, I gravitate towards that um when i think and i wrap my head around like how hip-hop started everything from the crayon technique and the things that had to happen specifically you know for i mean in a way for everything kind of like kind of like everything had to go wrong for it to go right you know, the way that basically music programs were cut that led to people that that led to people having to be even more resourceful. And then next thing you know, we have Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five and then Curtis Blow. And then that eventually led into the 90s, the 90s era and then to the early 2000s. And then the 2010 to I want to say 2016 era. And then from there. to now it's been a different ballpark and I I think I might do like a series where I kind of break down certain things about eras and maybe even some regional things but I might just keep it in the era pocket and I mean naturally you know if you're talking about the beginning of hip-hop you gotta talk about New York and everything it signifies and oh my god it's like when um when when you see like the the just sheer amount like the size of New York, I mean, it doesn't surprise me. Like it, it has to help build, build character, and just being in that city from time to time myself, like it's a very, very, like there is a fucking energy to it. Like there is definitely an aggression in the air, you know, and it, it just kind of, you know, it sharpens you, you know, it definitely forces you to be sharp, and the music just kind of reflects that. If you go and listen to. Um, people from from like that that time frame, whether it's the, the Big Daddy Kane's, the KRS ones, the Rockem and Eric B's, like you you have to understand, like they were very sharp. Like what they were, like what Rockem and Kane, KRS were doing at that time. I think they were definitely trying to help push hip hop and evolve it, and they definitely did. I mean, KR, KRS literally wrote the Bible, and about the verses stuff. I, eventually, people. I haven't had time, but um, I, I want to start doing more 
reactions to the verses and everything uh, because there have been some legendary ones and I hope you people don't think I'm not acknowledging them because the one between Big Daddy Kane and KRS-One I was able to catch some clips and I was quite impressed but I'm going to be completely fair and honest I don't always have time to sit through the, the whole entire set that they do um, just because I'm busy with other things in life so I kind of break it up and, and check it out here and there but um, overall New York has definitely been an influence in so many ways. And again, that's ground. No, that that's what it is. NYC, Ground Zero for Hip Hop. That was the old podcast. Now, I, so me, me coming back to reflect on this is funny because, you know, I was, I was a lot younger when I did that one. My voice, everything. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> but New York City, we have the five boroughs and... Even in that, like I talked about this before, I think in Mr. Impromptu, like everything, like you have the five boroughs and, and each borough works differently. And it's it's crazy to see like how hip hop has definitely become almost like, a, I, w- I want to say, what, what would I call it? It's definitely a metric. I think hip hop is definitely a metric for like seeing the difference in in everybody's like region somewhat or neighborhood like you see like the sub like the sub like culture everything and that's what i love about hip-hop like if somebody is from x area you're gonna learn about x area and like if somebody like for instance j cole being from fayetteville north carolina you know you could definitely say he put fayetteville on the map because that was something that a lot of people weren't as aware of who weren't from there it's not like it, it was um, the biggest city. You know, Nelly, what he did with St. Louis and the St. Lunatics. And um, I saw Nelly at the BET Awards. And, you know, I got to say, the BET Awards, probably the most entertaining award show. Like, everything else. Like, shout out to 85 South, DC Young Fly, uh, Carlos Miller. Like, that whole crew, they're fucking hilarious. I love the way they hosted that show. But... You know, like when when I when um you look at the overall landscape of hip hop and just its effect, like I really it, it's almost like this uh, artistic bomb that just went off in the world, and we're just very lucky to to kind of witness it, and that, and that's how I really see it. Like it has done so much as far as giving people a voice and an outlet, and this expression that I'm really trying to like set up is. Like, how has uh, everything evolved? And in some ways, people may consider, oh, it's gotten worse. Some people may consider better. But I, I think hip-hop is evolving as is. And um, my thing is like this. I, I'm, I'm, just a, I'm just a loyal uh, supporter no matter what. And I do think that music as a whole has the ability to change the world. I think it has the ability to change minds. And... Without music, I don't think life would uh, have the same kind of zest. You know, people wouldn't be able to dance as well. There wouldn't be as much uh, a gravitas, uh, as you would say, to, to like, I don't know, um, to the auditory, you know. And, and that's what fucks me up. Like, imagine a life without music, music a life without motivation almost. Because I like to, to listen to music at points to get motivated for life. Like, I, I need to psych myself up. You know, do a workout, do anything. You know, I, I gotta go handle some shit. Maybe put some music on. 
I'm just relaxing. So I really, I love music, and I think there there is music for all times, all settings, etc. But it does like really interest me, like to see like the root of where it comes from, where it comes from, and the purpose behind everything, you know. And that's the beautiful thing. And the reason, again, I have to cover New York is because in a lot of ways. Like, this is a revisit to my er, one of my earliest podcasts. I think it might have been episode 13. I don't know. But um, I just I feel obligated to go over this and uh, just talk about the origins of um, hip hop from the beginning. So I'm just going to get right into it. DJ Cool Herc, Clive Campbell. DJ Cool Herc, a.k.a. Clive Campbell, was born April 16, 1955 in West Kingston, Jamaica, and migrated to the Bronx, New York in 1967. His classmates at Alfred E. Smith High School referred to him as Hercules because of his size and avid trips to the weight room. Herc started out as a graffiti artist in a group called the X-Vandals, but was introduced to DJing when his father bought a PA system and didn't know how to hook it up. Inspired by James Brown and Jamaican music's drums and bass, Herc experimented with records in his bedroom. He would focus on what he referred to as the get down part because it was the portion of the song uh, that got the dancers excited, also known as the break of a record. Herc would isolate these heavy bass and percussion snippets and use two turntables to switch between two copies of the same record. This technique became known as the merry-go-round, and he is now considered the originator of breakbeat DJing itself. 16-year-old Herc made his debut at, as a DJ at his sister's party in the recreation room at 1520 Sedgwick Ave on August 11, 1973. Many believe this was the night hip-hop was born, and Herc became known as its father, influencing all future DJs and their techniques. DJ Cool Herc is the originator of breakbeat DJing, where he breaks of where the breaks of funk songs bring the most dan- being the most danceable part, often feature percussion, where isolated were isolated and repeated for the purpose of all night dance parties. Later DJs such as Grandmaster Flash refined and developed the use of breakbeats, including cutting. While growing up in Kingston, he saw and heard the sound systems firsthand at neighborhood parties called dance halls. He moved to the Bronx, New York at the age of 12 and began to throw free neighborhood parties. He is also well known for his massive, high quality, high volume sound system, against which even superior DJs could not compete. Herc first used reggae records and was toasting to the to uh, the music like Jamaican artists Uroy and Iroy, but he started using funk records due to popular demand. <clears throat> cool Herc and his MC crew, the he- the Herculoids, started a movement which recycled the creativity of Black American jive jocks back into the USA. That was in quotes. Uh, the relationship between hip-hop and reggae became more important again with reggae artists and rappers collaborating with each other. From Yellow Men and Africa Bimbada to KRS-One and Chaba Ranks, hip-hop and reggae still influence each other in both directions. Clive Campbell migrates to the United States at the age of 11 in 1967 because of his size. Kids at Alfred E. Smith. This is the timeline. Yeah, so they put out the whole entire timeline. But um, I wanted to read that and talk about DJ Cool Cool Herc because he really is uh, the first domino, essentially. And 
you could even take it back further to the influence of funk and jazz and, and all of the things that help make hip-hop hip-hop. But now, now DJ Cool Herc, he symbolizes the person who is willing to mix it, essentially, and cut it uh, and, and take that breakbeat, the, the shit like Funky Drummer, isolate it, and then talk over it like, okay, party people, if you're in the place to be. Do 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 yeah so and and then that bread like the the Curtis blows the the Furious Fives and shit and that all developed and that's what I find really awesome and interesting how this guy from this this uh dude from Jamaica Cool Herc came through and he really did just change the the landscape of the planet because hip hop is the biggest genre ever right now it really is and um. You know, to, to see uh, the growth of everything, the culture, uh, the, the the business, etc. Like, it wouldn't be here if it wasn't for this man. So we got to definitely pay our dues. And to think about his, also his, his, uh, his intelligence surrounding tech. Because the fact of the matter, like, rewiring speakers and fucking with that shit is so difficult. And Grandmaster Flash, Cool Herc, all of these guys had so much technical savvy. Like, they weren't running off of um, really nice computer programs and all this shit. They were just working with what they had. And they they didn't always have fancy shit to work with. And I, I really appreciate that because it shows the, the savvy and the innovation of the hip-hop community. And DJ Cool Herc, uh, even for having the the genius of throwing these parties and making sense of it, it really was a great move on his part. And DJ Cool Herc revolutionized what would um, what would be like these uh, recreational activities. And then that led, led to uh, the music. But it started with the party. It started with the culture. And, you know, I remember watching, you know, many, I've seen many documentaries and they always mention Cool Herc. I've read many things about him. And he really is the, the true forefather of this shit. And, and you got to have a full respect for him because, you know, hip hop is something that, again, it was built from it, it was built from having an innovative mindset. And nothing really exemplifies innovation like DJ Cool Herc for what he did, because DJ Cool Herc, you know, this this was at a time where where just things weren't really oh you're gonna get signed you're gonna make money what nothing was financially influenced and I think that is one of the most interesting pieces of this puzzle like this guy didn't have any motivation to to just make money maybe he was making some money off the parties maybe he had an admission but I don't think he was doing this for greed I genuinely think he was just doing this because he loved it and he loved to throw parties and he was fucking good at it and you you know to think like that this essentially is the birth of like the culture that has just dominoed a whole industry just created a whole entire pathway uh for people to be successful for people to have creative output and now we got producers djs we got bloggers you know and i i really like to think about this intricate spider web if i could make the hip-hop spider web or timeline i would definitely have to connect it with all other forms of music and we have to understand too so 
the fact of the matter that DJ Cool Herc is from Jamaica, like that, that means like uh, Jamaica needs to come into play more when we we talk about hip hop and the origin of hip hop. Because the fact of him being originally from Jamaica does say something. I think it does because it's naturally. I I think that I know certain cultures are more inclined uh, for recreational activity and parties and shit and. I think that him being Jamaican and also the influence of the music in Jamaica, reggae, I think certain things might have fed into Cool Herc's obsession. And the the idea of DJing and hosting, I think it must have just come natural for him. And, and this is what spiraled into what we have now. And it, it, you see this trickle-down effect of people getting influenced and and, you know i like that show the get down that that show is really interesting because it really uh documents this i don't want to say document but it really portrays it in an interesting way they show the crayon technique um it's really cool you know and i'm not i'm not a dj by any means eventually i would love to get a dj set up and practice that craft eventually but um i got nothing but love for that craft you know and i think it's incredibly difficult and DJ Cool Hurt, without a doubt, you know, we, we got to put him down as the, the first domino of the hip-hop world. Cause and effect, water and shifts, it moves in direct, weaving in patterns, right to the left. Coming in clutch like I paid off some debt With the ace in my pocket I stacked the deck Buried under floorboards Over your head I love you my lady Over the pain Over the under Under this rain Drip on your scalp Hand run through your braids Microdose I might not do it for me I need it all here where I need it to be Lost in the sky while I walk in the sea Yeah